Hi, this is Walter Erschmidt speaking, award-winning author on the book on super yacht sales. And today I welcome a very special guest. His name is Bob Schute. He's from Holland, from Netherlands. And he's not only just a regular guy, not at all. He is one who really knows. He knows what he talks about. He knows the yachting industry extremely well. And that's why I'm pretty honored to have him here on the show. We have a content that is really a high value for you. So listen carefully. Don't stop listening to that. Listen to the end. It will be worth. Hello, Bob. How are you? Thank you very much uh, to be here. And uh, I'm fine. Uh, my name is Bob Schuter, and I'm the founder of YachtEurope.eu. Do you know, Walter, how many yachts in Europe are for sale? I mean, the super yachts in the length of 24 to 54 meters. Guess. Maybe for about four, four or five hundred. Yes, sir. Forget it. Two thousand. Over two thousand yachts are for sale at this moment. Uh, in Europe in this length. And it's our mission to search and select the right yacht for the prospect buyer. And uh, our search assignment is the professional way to research the yachting market based on clients' wishes and requirements in order to analyze and select the right yacht for the right price, right? And after that, we, we guide the buyer through the four phases of the purchase. All right. Well, I think that's a very important task that you fulfill for customers. But there are so many, I, I, let's call it yacht brokers, companies that have customers that are looking for boats, whether it's for sale or for buying, whatever it is. I mean, what makes you different? There are so many others as well. And even bigger ones, I guess, and smaller ones a lot. So what is it that makes you and your company, what you do as a service and provision? What is it, the difference that you are unique compared to? I understand your question, Walter. Uh, well, there's a huge difference. We don't sell yachts. We buy them. And it's a you bit strange in the, in the market, of course. Uh, we don't have CAs, right? We don't sell our own yachts what brokers normally do. And uh, we cooperate, however, with all the brokers. So we get daily uh, new yachts in, in, for sale and, and we get daily yachts sold. And we have our own database of about 2000 yachts where we do our search criteria and so on to, to promote our business and that's helping, assisting uh, the buyer to choose the right yacht. As I understand it correctly, compared to most other brokers you don't sell, you buy yachts. How, how do I have to understand that from the perspective of a client? Well, a client can do it also by himself. You know, that's the normal situation where he try to find a yacht uh, uh, at Yacht World, for instance. And then he, uh, uh, he goes through all the yachts and, and then he visits several countries and, and marinas and talk to uh, multiple uh, yacht brokers. And they finally up with, we can't see the sea 
for the many yards for sale. They get confused, there are so many yards and what's the right one? And they could come up with a second choice, right? And that's why we said, no, do it professionally. So by saying that is, as a conclusion for a client, the big advantage or one of the big advantages is that the clients that go with you along to find the yacht, they not only save time, they save a lot of money and okay. problems and, and also nerves to say so, because you have a very specific approach on how to find the right yacht for, for your That's client. That's correct. Selecting, selecting the right super yacht, it's not a matter of just uh, pushing some keys and fill out some uh, search criteria. It's far more than that. And, and we start not with that. We start with uh, getting to know the buyer. So that's a very personal approach that you, you actually take as a first step to get to know first the buyer or the prospective buyers. Is that correct? Yeah. It's important to know the buyer and to know exactly what he wants, what's their interest and, 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 and how he behaves. And uh, is it the classic type of person or a modern type? Why does he want a yard and where is he going to? So we have to live into his mind and his feelings. And in fact, that's what you wrote in your book as well. You have to get to know the buyer before you do any action, correct? Well, you know, as, as far as I know, people from Netherlands, you are a country, as I see, that has people that really focus on a lot of quality. I don't know if that has to do because it's in the northern part of Europe, but nevertheless, Netherlands is well known for quality, sustainability, and also for, for going straight forward to a customer's need. Is that a part that you address as well in your, in your actions that you take and your procedures? That's correct. That's correct. So uh, when I say we, we have to know, we have to get a good picture of the profile wishes and requirements of the client. And then we go into our database and then we come up with a short list of about 10 yards together with, with the buyer, we, we select, select a top three and there ends the search. Yeah. And then we start with the selection procedure. So with these three yards, we go out and then we view the yards, we inspect the yards, we have in-depth discussions with the broker. Uh, and then finally, the, there will be one yard where we say, okay, this is the visualized yard. That's what the yard is all about for the client. And then we start with the comprehensive four phases of the purchase. Okay, those are the strategies that you following in your in your procedures. And now we have a little bit of special time. As you know, all over the world, we have this challenge, which brings a lot of companies into a struggling situation. Sometimes they even don't even survive because it's too hard to find clients or make some cash. Now, with this unprecedented time, in your perspectives, what are the key factors for a company like you to not only survive, but even maybe to make some more clients, get some more clients on board. Nevertheless, there is such a big challenge facing companies. What, what would be those factors? Yeah, well, um, the key factors, uh, um, cut, cut, your, cut your cost, your costs. Yeah, and, uh, that's what we all do, of course, but um, cut your cost uh, 
where possible. And since we have plenty of time now in this pandemic, um, learn, listen, read, follow webinars, get ghosted. And, and think also in new strategies uh, for your new products or services when time is changing. Because if, if you wait till that, then, then you're far too late already. So you have to do now your homework uh, and, and cut your costs. I think that's uh, the start first and, and go out, uh, do your marketing and your PR. So would you say, even though a lot of companies say, well, it's, it's now it's time we have to save money because it, there's not so much cash flow coming in. Nevertheless, we, you would say, well, marketing is still a very important part to fulfill for companies. Yeah, I think investing in marketing and PR always. Uh, your, clients, your clients read also. So if you do access now, it will be, uh, it will be understood by your clients also. If you don't do it, then you're far too late. And what I said, um, think about this company um, that um, ran out of cash and they go to the bank to ask for a new credit line. You think you get it? No, sir. You have to ask money when you don't need it. And then you get it. So, and that appears to marketing as well. If you do, your marketing at the time that you're doing well, well, normally you think we don't need it, but if you do it that, in that period, when your business is doing well, then you have to do your marketing also, because if times are changing, then your clients know where to find you. If you start too late, when you need to do marketing because you you, you, you don't have orders or whatever, mm -hmm. then you are too late. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, so that means also that visibility is crucial for a company, especially when it when the company wells runs well. So to be ready, if it like now it's a hardship time so that people still remember and that the company still has enough cash to spend into marketing and also being part of the game in this industry as well mm -hmm. and as you have mentioned as well the change the adaption on the present situation from before to now and in the future there is a sentence it is called how you change is how you succeed and is that a fit that you would say your company is adapting pretty well yes we are a small company if you have a large company it's difficult it takes time to implement new changes right so is it the same um, like uh, if you have a speedboat, it's easy to change the correct to make a correction to change the course. Instead, if you have a huge tanker, it takes a long time yeah. to make a move, yeah, which course. makes it difficult for companies. Yeah, well, interesting. Now, as you said, it is important to to catch up with the time being also in terms of learning and, and adapting and changing stuff like that. How important would you say is coaching for a company, especially nowadays? Well, I, I've been learning and coached uh, all my life, I think. And I find, I find it very important that people improving their qualities all the time. Personal coaching is of course, top of the bill. And, and CEOs of companies do that. And the ministers do that. Uh, 
uh, sales management and senior management, they all do training and coaching. And if you don't, you are behind. You have a huge amount of years behind you with experiences, with trainings, with everything. I mean, the origin, where you came from, talk, talk about a little bit. What uh, is your origin? Where, where, have, where is your base? What, what is it? Yeah, well, I, I, my, my roots lie in the computer software industry. I uh, am the co-founder of BSO, uh, which we built from uh, within 12 years up to an, a major consultancy provider that later were in a joint venture with Philips Origin. Uh, became ATOS, at, which is called ATOS at the moment. And besides that, uh, ICT experience, I uh, I own a small company in uh, digital media, and Stratagem is uh, also a small company in mine, and that's uh, the board advisory uh, company. So together with um, the ICT experience, and digital media, and business negotiating. Uh, what I do with, with uh, board advisory, this combination gives good basis. Plus, of course, my 40 years experience in yachting. And the last 13 years, I do uh, part-time yacht brokerage. Now, now it's a in, very, in, very interesting point. You mentioned your origin, where it came from. And there might be a lot of listeners there, either way new in the market or they want to in, enter into the yacht market. How does that work? How, how was the this transformation that you did from being from the ICT, the technology part into the yachting? How was that step? What, what happens that you ended up with this well, great, amazing? It, it was not a switch on one day. <laughs> I started sailing uh, when I was, I don't know, 20 years or something. And that went on and went on and after I sold my ICT company. I went for a, a world trip uh, on a sailing yacht and I sailed around the Met. Eh? I started here in, in the Netherlands, you start on the lake, then you go to the North Sea, the Channel Islands. And finally, uh, I've been spending many years around the Met. And uh, yeah, there you, you know what yachting is, right? It's, it's a hobby that uh, became uh, my, my job, in fact. And, and I'm not, I do what I like to do. We all prefer that. I like, and that's yachting, in fact. So that's a point which comes up very often, which is do what you like to do. And with this is also the part of branding, a very important topic. I mean, if you like some things to do and you do it and you start doing that making as a business of you, you are not branded at that moment. And branding seems to be an important issue for many companies. So how do you use the branding as an important key or not important key? What would you, what would be your perspective? Yes, uh, well, brand, branding, um, uh, branded company has a huge advantage in awareness, quality, sustainability. While not branded, always have to fight to enter a company or getting a client. And you see larger companies, they have all preferred suppliers, you know, mm -hmm. if you're not branded, then you have to deliver your, 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 your products or services to one of the uh, preferred suppliers. So you should take care. 
that you get branded. And even in the, the, the brokerage branch, there are a, a lot of small companies who also could have get a branded name. And how? Yeah, you should invest in, uh, in building relationships, build your network, show what you have done, uh, your successes, your, your, your services, your product, whatever, and uh, let your talk, let your client talk about you, uh, about your successes. Communicate. I think that's the word, communicate. I like that word communication because that's a very big part in my book as well. And I get often the question, what do company or what can a company do, a new one or somebody who starts a company when they don't have their results already present to show? And nevertheless, they might be very good, but they have no branding. They have no, no visibility at the moment. What makes it for them sustainable to start with to get branded or to get names or to get results when they start? Yes, well, I think at this moment, there are two ways um, uh, you could improve your business in, in this uh, COVID-19 uh, approach. If you look at how good you are and how fine you find it to, to build something or uh, to sell your products, you should be doing that if possible. So if you would like to improve your, your qualities in your products, you spend more time and the result will be even better. So stay in what you do. But on the other hand, you have to ask yourself, is the market asking your product yeah? and that you should compare with? And I mean, if you always been building uh, sailing yachts and um, you like it and you do it and the, your product is perfect, but the market asks for motor yachts, you have to, to, to make a tough decision and you have to stop building sailing yachts. And if you don't, the bank will do that for you and then you are too late. So you have to change in uh, your strategy. Well, that, that's the point of pivoting. Uh, there are companies, they have their knowledge, they have they, maybe their employees, their techniques, their tools. And some of them, they have no clue what they're going to do right now because maybe they're missing off, they, they are lacking off ideas or maybe implementation strategies. What would be your advice to pivot as a company, maybe into other markets or whatever it is, what would be your advice to, to companies that need to pivot in order to survive, to make a living? It's different. In, 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 the, in, the, in, in the brokerage branch, it's difficult to move. It's even forbidden. Transport is difficult. So when clients want to see a yacht, they will do it next month, perhaps. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so you have to, to change your sales procedures or your strategy to inform your client, your suspect, right, about your product. So you have to do a lot of visual work. Uh, you have to visualize your your product or your yacht and make videos walkthroughs or make hundreds of pictures uh, provide youtube channels or put your uh, video on youtube or do social networks digital marketing of course some ads in, in the type of banners uh, all over the place where your your your, your readers or your consumers follow 
and get organized, uh, jump into ICT communication, whatever, if you're not well educated in that, well, get advice or follow webinars. That's why that's my suggestion. Would that be some things that you might take in consideration to provide such services? Because you coming from the ICT area and you are very well known in this area as well. Is that something that you could take well sort of in your list to make yeah, it? Yeah, but um, I've done this whole. There are youngsters that are eager in building websites and do everything about computers. Uh, I'm now a multimedia man. And I don't want to come back there. My roots are there. Yes, I can follow that. I know what I want, but I'm not interested to build it anymore. Nevertheless, customers that come to you, I mean, they can be sure that they know or they may, they might know that you're aware on how to use those tools. So in this perspective, I think you are a very, very good address. I can, I can advise. Yes. I know I know, I know to staple out a route. I, I can make a plan that works, right? I think that's a big advantage that you have and that will address the, the customers also to save money as we have started with the terms of what is the advantage, what is the big issue, why they should go with you to actually find their yacht, their super yacht. And uh, well, it is, it, is, it is not necessarily the case for many brokers that they are really well known in or that they have a base in terms of how to not only market, but also to serve the clients. And I think that's a huge step that the industry is looking for, needs to step into the digitalization. Now, here is another question. One of the last questions I have now for you. How important do you see the digitalization for the yachting industry to really stay in the game, to be in front of the road, to be not behind? There is no alternative, right? You have to visualize your yacht in a way. You, you don't put a brochure in an envelope and post it. It's the, you understand? So you have to do it, computer network or ICT or email or whatever and you have to focus on 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 package your your service or your product i always say put an entire ribbon around it give it an attractive name and sell it but via true visualization yeah, through to to pictures through videos or whatever and as soon as the better times arrive we are injected or the, the we can move so now we are in a pre-phase before people can sign and have seen the, the, the yacht, but um, they're, all, they're all running after a while. Mm -hmm. So with this will take some time that the, the actually market reveals to a certain level that we can say, well, it's a certain normality and then the business is going through smoother yeah, than right now. Effect is depending upon our government. That's an issue that we address right now. So that's why I think it's very important to know that your company that is able to adapt on the digital growth side to really be able to provide customers with the needed information, pictures, videos, whatsoever they right. ask and the request is. Right. Well, um, very interesting, high value for the listeners. I think that's very important to have to know this knowledge that you just give out here. Thank you very much. Which one now, 
us the last about your company, which product or service, what you call yourself is number one that makes your company the number one? Well, there is, a, there is less competition in this field, I do. Of course, all brokers, they, they want to sell and, and advise uh, people uh, uh, to buy a yacht. But uh, I'm only, I'm specialized in this. I'm from, we are focused on, on giving advice and selecting uh, the right yacht for the, for the prospect buyer. And uh, we have a database of 2,000 yachts, right? And we know how to do it. We know what people want and where they have to take care of. And um, an important thing is always what I said, uh, if you, if you want to sell the yard, resell the yard after five years, what's, what's your return on investment, right? Besides a lot of pleasure. So you have to think about the lines of a yard. Is, is it obsolete when you buy it? And how obsolete it will it be after four years or five years? If you buy it, that appears too fast yards. Yeah? But for, for, for cruising yards or semi-displacement yards, and typically uh, the Dutch yards, may I say so, like the Fed ship, the Amels and, uh, and the Oceancos, they, they, they're timeless, these types. So there's a huge difference between yards and lines. You cannot put that in these requirements in, in a computer system. You have to, to, to be sure what you put in there. And even when you put it in the computer, you have to be very careful uh, before you come up to, to, to a selection. And that calls experience. Well, that addresses exactly what I thought about you and your company that it's not only about the advices, but also the high value, the reliability, the trustworthiness is very important, and the relationship building, which means also keeping the customer on, on, on let's say, not online, but on, on board that he is satisfied, and also the return on investment. I think it's a huge point for a buyer of a super yacht, especially, which costs a little bit more, that there is also the terms of what is the return on investment, which you obviously really take in consideration from the beginning? Because if I understand, you don't want to bring a yacht to a customer that only costs money, but perhaps even might make money. In the early days, you could make money out of a yacht when you resell it. These days, I am not so sure about that. But uh, you can lose a lot of money when you sell it. And that's what you could prevent. And that's what I mean with your return on investment. That's a very important point. Very important point. Okay, we are coming to slowly to the end. I want to ask you, what is the last advice for today, for this time, that you would give to companies out there in the market, in the, the yacht market? What is your last and best advice in general that you would give? In the yachting business, there are various disciplines, you know? Uh, you can, uh, uh, if you are a yard builder, it's different uh, advice for a yard broker. So, uh, what I said before, it's um, do where you are good in and keep up, break your cost. And this time it's not uh, easy, it's very difficult to do so. But uh, an alternative could be what we didn't uh, talk about is if you have 10 products, yes, focus on the two best ones that sell. Forget the rest. So concentrate on article one or product one or two and put all your effort in there. 
and make that a success to make quick money because we are all run out of cash. That's the best solution. And that's also a tough decision because you have to put out a, a product line or whatever. That's an advice I would give. That's a very, very tough and very important decision to make and a very good advice. I think not only for the yachting industry, that's realized to every industry that is struggling right now. Here we are. Thank you very much, Bob, for this. Thank you very much for the interview, Walter. Thank you very much. I appreciate. And to the listeners, this was the Walter Schmidt Show with Bob Schutte from Netherlands. You will find information within this talk, within also the videos, how you can address him, how you can find him. There will be also a website. There will be all possible opportunities and ways how you can connect with Bob Schutte and the company. So I wish you now stay safe, keep sharpening your axe in your business, and make sure you stay alive with your business because we all want to see you again someone very soon hopefully live not only on the digital way thank you very much have a good one <laughs>